What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the first installment of State of the NFL. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with multiple co-hosts today. Uh, let's start with Jim, who is actually right above me. <laughs> What's going on? We got Jim from Fan of the Van, and we got Jalen, who is my other half at Two Dudes of Sports News. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Sorry for a little or being a little late, everybody. It's been a bit of a madhouse, uh, but we're here, so we're going to get right into it. Uh, we should hopefully be joined a little bit later by Aaron from Brutally Honest Sports. So let's get a little bit into what's going to happen. So we want to turn this into a bit of a three-part series type thing. So we want to start out with the state of the NFL. We're going to take on two divisions apiece. Uh, I'm going to be handling the AFC and the NFC South. Jalen will be handling the AFC and NFC West. Jim will be handling the AFC and NFC North. And when or if Aaron is able to hop on, he'll be handling the uh, NFC, AFC East. Funny enough, our favorite teams are actually in one of those divisions across the board, which actually works out pretty well. So what we're going to do, we're going to kind of break down some of the offseason moves, how we think they're going to fare for the season, kind of go into it that way. And what's going to end up happening after that, we'll do it again right after preseason, going into the regular season. You know, maybe we'll backtrack, maybe we'll, you know, double down, who knows. And at the end of the season, you can tell us why we're wrong and we'll tell you why we're wrong as well (laughs) or why we're right. (laughs) So let's get right into it. Or why we don't care. Exactly. Well, why we don't care. Well, let's get right into it, man. Jalen, you want to go first? So 20 minutes apiece to handle two divisions. Let it go. I'll let you know when you're at 10 and uh, two minutes left to kind of wind down a little bit. So we'll start with you. All right, let's get it. So I'm going to start with the AFC West. And first things first, we got to go with the division and Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, we know Patrick Mahomes is still there. Uh, Travis Kelsey is still there. They went out. They drafted a receiver. Um, we use with one of their first round picks. I don't remember exactly, but uh, they got a receiver out of that. They're potentially and reportedly trying, like thinking about acquiring DeAndre Hopkins, but that is a possibility. I just don't see it happening. But uh, the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. They still got Scott Moore. Still got Kadarius Tony. Andy Reid is still there. The defense is going to improve. Um, Nick Bolton is going into his second year and we saw flashes of him in the Super Bowl, actually in the playoffs in general. So I don't see nothing change as far as with the Kansas City Chiefs. I see them getting better. Um, can I see a regress possibly, but not not likely um, as long as they still got Patrick Mahomes. So there's that. I'm looking at their schedule right now. They start out the season at home. Uh, the ban- The banner night. Of uh, week one against Detroit, against Detroit, then they got uh, Garrett's Jags on week two, Chicago week three, Jets and uh, Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, we finally get the State Farm Bowl in that game on Sunday night. Praying for that. Then you got Minnesota right after. Then they start getting into division rivals, starting with Denver that week. Then they got the Chargers the week after, and then they and then they face Denver the last week of October. Then, uh, then you got Miami in Germany, which I felt like the NFL fumbled a bag on that game. But that's an understatement. I digress. <laughs> I digress. And then they're on their bye week um, of week ten. So just looking at their first nine games, at best I could at best I could see, I, I got them beating Detroit. I, I see them going two and zero, possibly three um, plus, uh, possibly. Three, uh, like three and one, definite. Uh, I can see four and zero. Oh. Worst case scenario, they go two and two. Uh, the first four weeks. Then after that, um, 
they could possibly slip up on Minnesota, but I would have the I would have the Chiefs winning that one. They're home against Denver, mind you. That's a Thursday night game. Denver is coming. Uh, I'll get to Denver in a minute, but uh, I got them winning that game. Then the Chargers are coming into the town. I I will pick the Chargers to win Week Seven. Mm-hmm. And I would say Denver will get payback in in uh, in Denver, uh, Week Eight. And then they got Miami. That's a coin flip game. But as of right now, I will go with the Chiefs to beat Miami. Um, so let's see. I, I got them winning the division. Do I have enough time to go over like go over the schedule? Yeah, if you want to. Like I said, you got 20 minutes to do both divisions. Right now you're at three minutes. All right. Uh let's see. So Lions Lions win. Jags. Chicago, I think they just get them. So that's three. That's three and one. Uh, Minnesota, that's three and two. Scratch that. Um, that's four and one, five and one, five and two, five and three. I'll go six and three going to their bye week. Uh, then you got the Monday night game against Philly. Mm-hmm. They're at home, but I'm gonna go Philly on that one. So six and four. Raider at Raiders, that's a seven and four at Green Bay. That might be a trap game. Uh, Green Bay in December might be a trap game, but I think yeah. they'll pull it out. I'll go eight and four uh, versus Buffalo Sunday, uh, like Sunday afternoon. I, I'll go, okay, I'll go nine and four. I think they beat Buffalo at New England. I'm gonna go nine and five. I'll see New England like stealing a game on that one. Uh, they're sweet. They'll sweep the Raiders. They'll go t- ten and five. Uh, Cincinnati ten and six. I think Cincinnati's gonna win that game, and then they'll close it out Sunday on Week 18 against uh, against the Chargers. Uh, Chargers not beating them in LA. Uh, they'll finish the season eleven and six. Uh, for can that's my prediction on Kansas City. All right. Let's get to uh, the Chargers next. So, basically, what we know about the Chargers, they drafted uh, Quint, um, Quentin Quentin Johnston out of TCU, add another receiver to go along, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. The second coming of Kelvin Benjamin, in my opinion. And we'll see. And we'll see. The defense still uh, is still intact. You still got Joey Bosa and uh, Khalil Mack. You still mm-hmm. got Kenneth Murray at defense, and of course you got Derwin uh, Derwin James. Uh, also, Asante Samuel Jr. is going into his second season, and he showed flashes. The Chargers are coming off blowing a twenty point lead against your Jags. 27, the, 27, 27, Get it right, tw- thank you. Twenty seven point lead. <laughs> <laughs> twenty seven point lead in the uh, like in the wild card round against the Jags. So they're coming off of that. Brandon Staley was getting on was receiving a whole lot of heat, but he was able to retain his job. Somehow. They also got a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. Uh Kellen Moore escaping from Dallas. Um <laughs> over, trying trying to find success there uh in LA. So we'll see. I but overall wait. but overall Justin Herbert's going into I believe this is his fourth season. Fourth season. Fourth season uh, in the NFL, so we'll see how that goes. As of right now, this is how their schedule is pan out. They got the Dolphins week one, uh, in uh, like at home against Miami. Last time that they faced, the Chargers won, and Miami was going through 
a losing streak at that point. But I'm going to say that would be a loss. I think Miami is going to get that win. So they'll start off 0-1. Then they're at Nashville. I'll see 1-1. They'll beat the Titans. Uh, then they got to go to Minnesota in September. Uh, I'm going to see 1-2. and two. I think Minnesota will possibly get that win early in the day because Kirk Cousins is not playing in a primetime game. So I'm going 1-2 and two to start the season. <laughs> then they got the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Ooh. Raiders are going... I think the Raiders are going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. So I see two and two to start off with the with the Chargers because their bye week is going to be in week five. Then coming into week six, they're they're home against Dallas. Last time Dallas was in uh, SoFi Stadium, possibly um, like, yeah, uh, that was Trayvon Diggs emergence game where he had mm -hmm. like beautiful interceptions and then they ended up coming out with a win, not to mention Michael Parsons. So that's going to be a Monday night game. Um, I'm going to pick the Chargers to win that game on Monday night. That'll put them at three and two. Then, of course, they're at Kansas City. I got them losing that game. Um, repeat, I got them losing that game. Um so let's see, two and two. They're, they're back. They're, they're back there. Five hundred at three and three. Uh, Chicago on Sunday night on NBC. I'm gonna pick the Chargers, but I could possibly change my mind by the time we get the preseason. So, uh, what did I say? What did I say? Um, that's six. You got about twelve oh, minutes four. left, by the way. Four and three. Uh, Jets. They're losing that one. Four and four. Uh, Detroit, I'm going to pick the Lions to win that one. They're four and five at Green Bay. I think they're going to go on a losing streak on this one. Uh, Chargers going to go four and six. Baltimore, uh, they'll steal that game. I'll go five and six at New England. Chargers win that one against New England. Uh, six and back and they get back in 500, six and six. Then they're home against the Denver Broncos. Uh, I'm gonna go loss on that one, so six and seven. Chargers Thursday night game against the Raiders. They um they win that one. Get they win that game. So dang it, I lost count. I'll go seven and seven on this one. I got you. Um, you said about you said about ten minutes left too. Yeah, Buffalo. Okay, so Buffalo. Um, shoot. Buffalo, they I think they'll lose that game um against Buffalo. So they're back to seven and eight. Then they got Denver. I think they'll get the win on that one because they're they'll be in desperate need in two. So that'll put them back at eight and eight and week eighteen against the uh, Kansas City. If they got that edge, um they're gonna be home. I already had Kansas City winning that game, so that'll put them at set uh, like at eight and nine. Mm -hmm. So they'll be around the mid card. Uh, fast forward to the Denver Broncos. Sean, Pe uh, Sean Payton, Russell Wilson going into a second year. Hopefully, better. We'll see how that goes. Uh, they beat the they beat the beat the Raider, uh, Raiders. One start mm -hmm. off one and zero. I can see two and zero with Washington. Um, then they'll lose to Miami. That'll be like two and one. They'll I'm gonna say they lose to Chicago. They'll somehow like they'll lose to Chicago. I'll get Chicago win on that one. Uh, so I can see two and two, uh, two and two on that one. The Jets, I will go two and three. I think the Jets will get that win. Kansas City will win, uh, like will win that one as well. They'll go two and four. Um, so that'll be four straight losses. They'll they'll rebound against Green Bay. That'll put them at three and four. Then 
you know, they lose they lose to Kansas City again. Mm-hmm. No, scratch that. I, I I'll scratch that. I got Kansas. I got the the Broncos winning at home against Kansas City on that one. That'll put them at five and uh. Jesus, I am off. I gotta write this stuff down. <laughs> good, um, good man. So well, since oh, I ain't got oh. I ain't got I, since I ain't got enough time and I didn't plan this one, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it. Um, Chiefs winning that division. Of course, yeah. I can see like playoff teams. I see would be the Chargers and the Broncos. Um, but I could also, but I would say the Broncos will edge out the Chargers once again, simply because I see the Broncos bouncing back better than what the Chargers are going to bring. Yes, they have a new offensive coordinator. Yes, they still have Justin Herbert. Yes, their defense has loaded with talent, but from what we've seen, Brandon Staley has not been has not been that consistent at that unlike at that way where leads are right. being held. So we will see. But as of right now, I have the Broncos second in the division. Can they make the playoffs? Possibly. The same thing goes with the Chargers. The Raiders. I see them going. I see them going to try to get uh, Caleb Williams Absolutely. or Drake. You signed Jimmy Garoppolo to a four-year contract. You're not trying to win games. You're trying. You're trying to scrape through and make it look like you're winning games. So I mean, that's it. So I mean, at that point, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Jim. What do you think? As far as Vegas goes, yeah. I mean, if, if Garoppolo ain't healthy, they're going, they're going to go after Carson Wentz. To bring him in as the starter. At that point, tank the season if you're Vegas. If you listen, tank, get Khalid Williams, rebuild the whole freaking team, and that's it. Fair enough. All right, Jalen. NFC West, what you got? Who's winning the division? Who made the best moves? Who's going to tank? Who's going to be overrated, underrated? This by far is going to hurt my heart. (laughs) For those who don't know, Jalen's a big Seahawks fan. I want to pick, pick my Seahawks, and I'm going to pick my Seahawks. My Seahawks there you go. In the division. <laughs> the reason why this hurt, the reason why I said it's going to hurt my heart, we wouldn't. Um, I want it to be good, but I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a nail biter between us, the right. Uh, uh, oh, I said the Raiders. Us, the Rams. And the Niners. The Niners, they still got issues at the quarterback position. Are they loaded everywhere else? Yes, they're loaded everywhere else. You won't take that. You're you're not going to take that away. But you have to have a quarterback to be able to win that division. Right. That's not debatable. That's not negotiable. With the the problem is with the Rams, they get their quarterback back, and how much is and how much. Will the Rams be able to get back into, into that Super Bowl mode? Jalen Ramsey's gone. Um, Leonard Floyd, he is gone. You still got Aaron Donald, and you got a couple of other pieces. Have you been developing a lot of young talent? That is going to be the question. Have you been able to replace Andrew Whitworth? He's retired. He's been retired for a while. And can Matthew Stafford come back and be able to have that same chemistry with uh, Cooper Cup, Ty, um, Tyler, Hig- uh, like, uh, Tyler Higby? as well as just the other players that's on your team. They're saying Stetson might be the dude next year. And a lot of people's going to predict that because, like, you know, he's a, he's a big name. Well, mm-hmm. so-and-so, but he's a, he's a well-known name. Just but keep him away with, from the natty lights. But um, with the char- – uh, no, why, why am I stuck on Chargers? Um, but with the Rams, I see them bouncing back. They can get some good wins. They mm-hmm. got uh, their schedule, as I look at it right now, 
Um, to start the season off, we got them. My Seahawks got them. Then you got the Niners. Then you got the Bengals, and you got the Colts. And then you mm-hmm. got the week five. You got Philly. So at their bye week is week ten, and one, two, three. Four of their first five games are against playoff teams, and one of them went to the Super Bowl. So they can possibly start off slow, but I won't be surprised if they start off fast. Um, they're not win- they're not winning week one. I'm giving that to my Hawks because we're going to be home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, at work, I uh, but right now, realistically, I can see the Rams starting off one and five, or like one and five the That's first fair. five weeks. Given and given that, and then they'll have to fight their way back. And that'll put them at a very dis- um, very bad disadvantage because you go to the Niners schedule. You go to the Niners schedule. Um, I'm gonna give a heads up. I'm not gonna mention the Cardinals in that one bit. No faith in them. They uh, look, I, I don't. Ain't no need. Ain't no need. None. None. Ain't but no need. Going, going back to the going back to the Niners. The Niners got to start off in Pittsburgh. Uh, sorry, Jim. I gotta go Niners on this one. I don't know what's gonna happen, but. I do know. I do know this. I trust that Niners' offensive line right now more than I trust uh, the front seven of the Steelers. And I got tremendous respect for the Steelers, but I'm gonna get the edge to the Niners on that one. So they got Pittsburgh. They're at LA, and the Niners' faithful owns that stadium of SoFi. So they can start. Uh, so right now, I got the Niners start four and zero. They're gonna have that edge. Then they got a dog fight in a, like at home against Dallas in week five. Possibly go five and zero. The Niners could possibly get off to a really good start. But the reason why I say Seattle is going to hit that stretch, I can see the Niners start slipping up around Minnesota and like they got Minnesota, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. Skip to uh, skip Tampa Bay. Then they got us again, Philly, us again. And then you skip uh, skip Arizona, Baltimore, and then they finish the season with Baltimore, Washington, and the Los Angeles. And the thing about Washington, that's a trap game, especially mm-hmm. late in the season. They're not going to be playing for nothing, but they ain't going to play. They're not going to be playing to lose. Right. So with the nine, uh, with the, with all that being said, I still got my Seahawks winning that one because I think we're going to get the tiebreaker between uh, San Fran. Now with my Seahawks, first four games. Rams, Lions, Panthers, and Giants. Three and one. I think the one game we'll slip up on is going to be Detroit. Yeah. We were there last year, but I think if I don't see signs of improvement on our defense, uh, this offseason we picked up Devin Bush from Pittsburgh. We got um, we drafted well, getting Mike Morris from Michigan. I've been getting I've been hearing a lot of reports about him. You got. Uh, you just drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba, but he's coming off a hamstring injury right now in training camp. So there's a lot that there's a lot to tell. There's not a lot to tell right now. We just got to see how the game's being playing. But right now, based off predictions, I see us going three and one, and we slip up on on Detroit. So I have San Fran going four and all their first four games. I got us going three and one. We cutting it close because I do believe we're beating the Jack uh, like the Giants on Monday Night Football. Then we got to go to, and then we got to go to Cincinnati after our bye week in week five, like in week six. But after that, you got Arizona, Cleveland, Baltimore, Baltimore. Like you don't know what's gonna happen with Baltimore during that time. Yes, they loaded up with weapons, but will everything be able to gel? So you got questions. Will Lamar be healthy? 
And that that is true. Then you, after that, you got what you got home in Washington. You got the Rams again. Then you're back on San Fran. So at, like Seattle's gauntlet doesn't start until week 12 through 15, because in week 12, you got San Fran. You got home San Fran. You got at Dallas. Then you got at San Fran and then you got Philly. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a tough stretch right there between weeks 12 and 15, because you talk about end of November, early December, it's going to get cold. Except, well, scratch that. The only time it's going to get cold, the only time it'll get cold will be in Seattle and at Philly. That's about the only time because Dallas is in a dome and San Fran's in California. So not much you got to worry about weather there outside of rain. Yeah, and then you finish just. And then you finish the season with Tennessee, Pittsburgh, and Arizona. So you're, you're going to win the last three games, uh, last three games there, and you still don't know what's going to happen with the Niners. I, I think this is just going to be between um, the, uh, the the Niners and the Seahawks, and I got my Seahawks pulling out. There you go. All right. Well, you are 45 seconds right on time, man. All right. Jim, is your buddy in the chat or uh, I don't know? <laughs> I have no idea. All he said is he's going to so I don't know if he's watching. He's watching. I don't hey, know. We'll find out. He's about ten seconds behind us if it is. But do you want to jump in the AFC NFC North? Or you want me to hop on the AFC NFC South? Um, no, I'll hop on real quick. I'm gonna do the NFC North first. Go for it. So, obviously, the first team you got to talk about is Green Bay. Obviously, losing Aaron Rodgers offensively is a huge hit, but in the locker room, it's such a positive. That's one. But Green Bay, of course, this year in the draft, did nothing to help Jordan Love. Again, I mean, defensively, they did to get Luke Van Ness. And then later on, they got him weapons. But you don't know what those weapons are going to be. Um, you know, you do have decent, you know, you have a decent running back uh, room there with uh, Jones and Dylan. But outside of that, and uh, Christian Watson, what do you really got there? I think Green Bay takes a step back that they may be in the Khalid Williams uh, running as well, to be honest. I think, the, I think the whole NFC North really comes down to Detroit, Chicago, and Minnesota. I mean, Chicago has improved vastly. That, that's one. Go and get DJ Moore. Hopefully they can get rid of unmotivated Chase Claypool. Um, by the way, thanks Chicago, thanks Chicago for that pick because we don't get Joey Porter Jr. without exactly. Um, you know, the, the, the Lions beefed up as well this year. I mean, obviously, they lose guys to that stupid freaking suspension with the gambling and all that bullshit. But I mean, honestly, the, the NFC North really comes down to those three teams. I think Green Bay sits in the cellar for the first time in a while. Um, I think the Bears take one of the wild card spots out of the NFC. Oh, for I think sure. The Lions, the Lions, I think, fall just short of it, but do have a winning record, though. And at some point, I think you see Goff get hurt, and you might have to see if Hendon Hooker is ready to take the reins because that's why you drafted him. You drafted Hendon Hooker to take the reins from Goff at some point. Mm-hmm. So as long as that ACL's healthy, you know, he could be good to go. But I'm going to hop on to the AFC North. I'm going to start with Cleveland first, and I brought a surprise <laughs> guest. Since it's Father's Day, I brought Cleveland's daddy, Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, since he owns your asses. For those who are one. watching live, he's holding up a Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, right. Still in the package uh, action <laughs> figure. There's your daddy, bitches. <laughs> um, 
And I'll stop. Cleveland, listen, you know, a full year on the Watson, you know, they're still going to be in the cellar. I mean, they have talent around them. Obviously, right. Nick Chubb is the best running back. You obviously Kareem Hunt is gone, so you don't have that one-two punch in the in the in the running back room. You made the trade with the Jets to get Elijah Moore, and you know now you get to see what Elijah Moore is going to be all about. You have Donovan Peoples Jones. You have Miles Garrett on defense. They really didn't draft anybody that's really like impactful, in my opinion, because they were all late around draft picks. And the AFC North being one of the toughest divisions to actually win, Cleveland sits in fourth place again. And it really just it comes down to, it's going to come down to Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. I think Baltimore takes a step back because you sign Odell, which is a huge signing, but can he stay healthy? Can Bateman stay healthy? You know, is Zay Flowers going to be the answer as well? Is Lamar going to stay healthy? You know, is Lamar going to be more accurate? Does the defense take a step back? I think they lost Marcus Peters this year. I think he's still a free agent that's sitting out there. Thanks, so man. I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore takes a step back. Uh, and if my buddy is in the chat, sorry, it's it's just the truth. Um, <laughs> I hate to say, it, but Cincinnati's going to win the AFC North again. There's just no stopping Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Honestly, yeah. no, no stop at all. That 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 chemistry is just. One that not many quarterbacks have in this league with their receivers and get to do it from college into the NFL. And they got to do that. So, and that, that's one you can't stop. And Forget about T. Higgins. He's, on, he's fighting for a contract. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Do they sign him or do they trade him? And do you give Burrow a bigger extension than Patrick Mahomes is, is the other key piece, too. And I think Cincinnati is going to pay Burrow well before they pay T. Higgins. But the thing, but the, uh, well, you have to. You always got to protect your quarterback. The, only, mm-hmm. the issue is the, the owner for Cincinnati has a bad history of being cheap. Yeah, he does. He, he, does. he really does. There was a well, while where he was, um, they didn't have. Do they still have an? They have an indoor facility now, right? Yeah, yeah. It took them forever to get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Cincinnati's owners got to realize that you've you've made these strides to become an actual decent team in the AFC North when you were just as bad as Cleveland at one point, and you're going to have to break open the checkbook. You're going to have to pay Joe Burrow. I mean, the, the kids earned it. Yeah. At this point, I mean. What was his first, second year? Well, brings you to a school. Yeah, you didn't win it, but he's up there with Mahomes. He, and the thing about it, and the thing about it, like he could take, like you don't get paid a max for showing what you've done. You get paid what you potentially are going to do. And Joe Burrow, where he's at, he's he like he continues he continuously shows that he's going to continue to get better. Yeah, that he is, and you know. And that's what makes this AFC North so hard, especially for my team, because, you know, it it used to be it was always Baltimore and Pittsburgh as the two toughest teams that you had to play. Now you got three because now you got to include Cincinnati and Pittsburgh's had one of the biggest off seasons they've ever had. I mean, you, you lose Edmonds, you lose Cam Sutton, but you draft Joey Porter Jr. You trade up to get Broderick Jones. You get one of the steals in the in the draft with Darnell Washington. Where they're mm-hmm. going to use more as a sixth lineman than a tight end. You know, you get Cody Trice in the seventh round, which they're saying is going to be the ultimate steal of the draft. 
Um, you know, you bring in Patrick Peterson, you bring in Cole Holcomb, all these guys to, in, in essence, to beef up the defensive line and the offensive line. And the main question really is, can Matt Canada run a successful offense nope. without just calling jet sweeps every other five friggin' seconds? That's yeah. what we see. I cannot wait to see everybody reuse the Blame Canada South Park gif over and over and over again for this season. Wait, wait, what? I don't so, even know how that got this job. There's a gif because uh, there's a gif from South Park that's on Twitter. If you type in Canada, it's just um, Kyle's and uh, Kyle and Ike's mom flipping over like a presentation. It says Blame Canada. <laughs> so after every Steelers loss, there's always someone who puts that in the comments says blame Canada because Matt Canada has notoriously fucked up y'all's games. Yeah. I don't but know how still has a job. I don't know either. But the other issue is, is that you have to have confidence the way that they had it with Ben, where you just have to let Kenny pick and call the game from the line at some point. I get last year. He's a rookie. You know, you throw him in there when 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 Mitch wasn't playing too good. And, you know, everybody's saying he's not the answer. It's his rookie year, and he's, you know, maybe he's not going to acclimate as fast to the NFL the way that, you know, Joe Burrow did. Mm -hmm. But Kenny Pickett is the answer in Pittsburgh, and you just have to give it time to develop. Now, develop this year. Can Deontay Johnson is another key in the offense. I mean, he's one of the hardest-working guys in the offseason. Have you ever seen his his training videos? Yeah. I'm out of – just watching them. Yeah, dude, balls out. Okay. And, you know, and, and then they, and then people are ripping him for his drop catches. But do you realize he had the least amount of drop catches in the league last year, as opposed to Diggs and Justin Jefferson and, you know, all these top guys that, you know, everybody's saying they don't ever drop a pass. Diggs had like over 20 drop passes this year. I think Justin Jefferson was right up there with it. And Deontay was like at the lowest, I think, were like 10. The reason why so, Jess, or the reason why Jet drops so much is because Kirk throws to him in quadruple coverage. I want to go back. I want to go back to something that you said, Jim. You yeah. said uh, when Mitch Trubisky wasn't playing that good. Wait, when was Mitch Trubisky, uh, When was Trubisky playing good? That's my question. His second to last season with the Bears, when Adam Gase was still on smelling salts. <laughs> 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 I mean, he was he was decent to start. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't as good. Okay, as, decent. I agree, but you said you were playing playing that good. You used to work good. Well better, well, better than what he usually would play at. But you know, when you throw like three interceptions in the first half, and the and the hometown, you know, the home fan base is chanting to put in Kenny Pickett. At some point, we had to see him. You just throw him out there. And then people are criticizing Kenny Pickett for throwing interceptions. But look at the play calling. It's the same repetitive nonsense that even defenses are like, oh, they're running the same play again. They're running the same play again. So the defenses already knew what the play was before it was even called because that's how predictable Canada is. And now with all this young talent on the offense, as far as Deontay and George Pickett and uh, Pat Fryer moved, and you bring back Zach Gentry, even though he's not the household name at tight end, he can still catch and block for you. And you, you got to be more creative. Right? Again, you just can't call jet sweeps. You beefed up the O line. So between Najee and Jalen Warren, they should each have over a thousand yards rushing this year. 
assuming everything goes right and barring any significant injuries. I mean, you would think, I mean, it's injuries are the thing. And I know with, with Kenny, especially you've got to make sure he doesn't stay concussed. Yeah. So that's part of the issue. Why, that's why you trade problems, and then you know, like every other team drama within you know within the organization. And um, Kevin Dotson's kind of creating it, mm-hmm. where he's like, I don't see Roger Jones as a starter. And I think the reason why he's saying that is because he knows Roger Jones could take his job at any point. I mean, any kid that comes out of out of college, especially out of the SEC, is already NFL ready. Yep. Whether they're from Alabama, Georgia, Florida, Florida State. Any of those teams, they're all ready to play at an NFL level because they're all coached by guys who mentally and physically prepare them to. So I think week one. Even you Vanderbilt. Five, but, nah, not Vanderbilt. <laughs> but. Okay. <laughs> not sure. Vanderbilt. Maybe not Vandy. <laughs> not, not, okay, maybe maybe for the MLB. Maybe for the MLB. Hey, Florida's, Florida's in the finals right now. <laughs> Vandy's not. Let's go. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Jim, what else you want to get into? The uh... um, the one thing I got to say, and it's one of the picks that, that Jalen made, you go back to what was like two years ago. Like it was like Ben's last season, and everybody said Buffalo was going to demolish Pittsburgh, and we've seen what happened. And I think the Steelers steal game one this year against the Niners because it's not going to be Brock. Uh, Brock Purdy, a quarterback, is going to be Sam. I'm seeing Ghost Darno, and I don't think Sam Darno is actually. I, I I think it might be Trey Lance. By the time we get a preseason, I think it might be Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely not going to be bid confidence, Brock. Yeah, because yeah, like I've seen videos of him doing workouts. I think I think he hasn't been cleared to like for contact yet. But if we're seeing him move around, making throws, um. I think he might start week one because he's like, I think unfairly, but unfairly, this might be his last season, depending on how things go. Mm-hmm. They might move him. They might move him from Sam. In my opinion, I think they might move him very soon. If he does not perform at least to a decent level, because a lot of Niners truly believe in Brock Purdy as they should because this guy did get you to a conference championship game. Bar the injury, you know, nobody knows what's really going to happen. But Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy did get you there. We understand yeah. Trey Lance is the uh, fourth overall pick. But at the same time, this is a business. You got to got you got to get guys that's going to help you win at that moment. And nowadays, GMs want to win now. Owners want to win now. So you got to give you got to put in the guy the best guy to get you to win. Um, unless, of course. You said what? Unless you're Cleveland <laughs> or Dallas or Dallas. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> whatever. What? Yeah, I tell you what. Whatever Lord Jerry says down there in Dallas, that goes. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready for. Uh, I'm getting ready for another year of this is our year. This is our year. Yeah, break out your VCRs and watch the '96 Super Bowl again. <laughs> the Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl since the Jaguars have been a team. The last time the Cowboys were in the Super Bowl was when the Motorola StarTac came out. And you're going back a long time. I think I was like, <laughs> okay, look, 
Here's the thing. I'm a pro, I'm a professional cowboy hater, and I love to hate on them. But let's just keep this on this before they start. Before like we start getting comments and people say we're living rent free in their heads. <laughs> we're not. But I don't care. I mean, I, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take all of it. I mean, it's because I, I, what I want to do is I want to look at the biggest events of 1996, which was their last uh, Super Bowl win. Just to kind of find it. Uh, it was the first season of Major League Soccer. See what else we got. Apparently, Prince Charles and Diana divorce, which none of us care about. Yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what one of the top toys was that year? Tickle Me Elmo. You... Wow. Tickle Me Elmo was a top toy that year. Uh, the Nintendo 64 came out. Jesus. Yeah. Well, just... Best video game systems ever. Oh, yeah. Well, just to. to... I, I, I always love doing this when it's like way back in time because I, I like bringing that up because it makes you think of, oh my God, that was so long ago. So Dallas has not won a Super Bowl since the Nintendo 64 was invented. <laughs> oh, and that's counting. fun. And counting. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit longer because you just lost your offensive coordinator who I wouldn't say was holding you back, but he certainly wasn't hurting you. And now San Diego has him. and or Sorry, not San Diego. <laughs> so for those of you who aren't watching live, Jalen has put up the Cowboys circle of life. Season starts, See, win some games. What's the bottom one say? Because you're blocking it. Oh, um, shoot, I don't know. Season starts, win some games. Go to the playoffs, choking the playoffs. Season starts, <laughs> win some games. Go to the playoffs, choking the playoffs. All y'all do. All y'all do. I'll, I'll take all that smoke. I'll, it's it. You're not good. <laughs> you're not good. You fell ass backwards into CD Lamb. Zeke's gone. Tony Pollard's hurt. Dak ain't the answer. He's he's great for a fourth round quarterback because that's what he was, and he's exceeded all expectations. And I'll give him his flowers for that. However, okay, so here's the, the dude. Here's the here's the order: is season starts, mm -hmm. win some games, mm -hmm. fans get their hopes up. <laughs> we them yes. bo we them boys. We them boys. This is our year, choking the playoffs, and then <laughs> again. We did, boys. We got Zeke. Not anymore. <laughs> we got Dak. Shout out to Little Donuts on that one. If y'all don't watch him, y'all need to. That is, his That's commentary just, is great. Facebook, whenever whenever the Cowboys lose, mm -hmm. it's always whoever quarterback is. Oh, I'm just checking to see if you still them boys. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I checked, y'all not. But I mean, that's but it I for that. The deal with that fan base than the off than the regular off season champs for the past like thirty plus years, and not being Cleveland. Every year, it's it, 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 they win the off season every year mm -hmm. because they feel they're going to go undefeated. This guy's the answer. That guy's the answer. You know what the answer is? Let the NFL take Cleveland away again, like they did, and make the Baltimore Ravens mm -hmm. and put them somewhere else. Put them somewhere yeah. else. The Cleveland don't need to be a, a football team anymore. You send, a, you, hey, hold up. You want to send them to Oakland? <laughs> sell the hey. team. Sell the team. Too soon. Send them to Oakland. Send them somewhere. Sell the team, man. I, it, they're it's not like, winning in Cleveland. The only thing that rocks in Cleveland is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and that's pretty much it. 
Uh, that's it. Yeah, I'll take that Cleveland smoke all day. But I mean, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You got anything else you want to get into the AFC or NFC North, Jim? Uh, no, I think I Wait, pretty oh, I do got a question. Jim, let me ask you this. As a Steelers fan, uh, do y'all hate Browns more than any other team in the division? Right now, yeah. Because the Browns <laughs> fans. No, I'm asking. No, I'm asking all time. I'm asking all time. All time, it's got to, It's 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 the Browns. It, because since I can remember, all they do is just they start their little yiggity yak on social media, and they come up with these things in their head where like this guy's better than this guy, or you know. Oh, we got this guy. We're winning it all, and they, and, you know, and they just say the most absurd shit. And it's you, you don't want to retaliate, but then at some point, it's like you know what? Enough's enough, and you just have to like, like I can respect Ravens fans, I can respect Bengals fans, the knowledgeable ones, because there's every fan base has got a percentage of that fan base that just talks the most absurd nonsense, and even the even Steeler fans have it too. Mm-hmm. And I'm just you, like, you got plenty. I'm, I'm one like, of those guys, and I'm just like, listen. I don't claim you as a Steeler fan. Sorry, you're not in my percentage. You're in friggin' delusional you're category. You're, you're way the hell over there. Yeah, you're you're far left. You're, you're with but all I, Cowboys I, fans. You're with all the Browns fans. You're with all the all, all Chargers. Chargers fans. The, un, the unreasonable Chiefs fans. The un, yeah, no, the unreasonable Chiefs fans. I mean, honestly, the only way Cleveland wins is if Cleveland sells the team, fires the GM, and salt the earth, like just burn everything, right. burn the ships, and then build up from the beginning. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here's here's how I feel. I don't believe that. I'm actually going to play devil's advocate, uh, try, try to defend Cleveland on this one. Here's the reason why. There's one person on the team you can't defend, and that's why they're so delusional. You can't defend Sean Watson. Actually, I can because I still – because I'm here's the only way I can. I'm going to be a conspiracy theorist on this. Careful. I'm going to play conspiracy theorist on this. All right? I think he got set up. That's my feeling. That's my opinion. I believe he got set up. Remember, that, that's one thing that has been said. But, but even before you said, like, when all that happened, it's one thing that was put out there. The only, he, here's because the only thing he I wanted say. to get out of Houston so bad here's after only, he got that contract. Here's the only thing I'll say. All right. And I'm, I'm, when there's – there is a saying, when there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. Sometimes and fire is put real. out. You When there's 21 sources of smoke, there's usually fire. Like no, that, no, 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 that's no, what no. I'm saying. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Twenty-one sources. Some of those are not gr- some of those are not grills. Some of those are either charcoal mixed with burning wood, and you add too much lighter fluid on it to the point where you intentionally add way more fire than you should, and then the sparks start jumping out yeah, when yeah, you put in the wrong. I'm not helping you here. <laughs> I'm not helping you here. You want to go on this one, man? I know. I don't need your help. No. That's that's. Look, but anyway, going along with that, let's get back to football. Don't cancel us, please. (laughs) Please, please. Look, here's what I'm I'm gonna go football related. I think when you take account Deshaun Watson, uh, with Kevin Stefanski, Stefanski's still there. Uh, like uh, um, somehow. Yeah, he's still there. I I can't remember at the beginning. 
at the beginning we saw Deshaun Watson struggle, mm. which is a guy that hasn't played football in about two years. What about a year or two? But he years. looked like he hadn't picked one up in two years. That was the thing. And, that, and that's the thing. And that's the thing, though. There's sometimes no way you, no, you can't bro, you cannot simulate actual football, NFL type football, anywhere else, but actually being in the NFL game. I, I agree. I'm with you on that. However, yeah. you can simulate your throwing motion by throwing, and he didn't even have that down. But dog, you also got to take the mental. As much as we learn about like mental health, mental health, you also got to take the mental aspect of it. Remember, mm. the first game was in Jacksonville. I know, and, and we ate got, him for and, lunch. And, true, <laughs> but and you got to take that to an account. Maybe all the stuff finally got to him, and not not as far as off the field. That's part of it, but the other aspect of it is like, dang, I don't really haven't been on this field. I haven't been here in a long time. I haven't thrown or played or read the defense live, take those hits, make those throws in a long time. I got to get the rust off. All that other stuff, all that other stuff, yeah, it's in the back of your mind, mm-hmm. but that ain't the main priority with a guy like him. Because I don't believe, I don't think he's weak-minded. I don't. Nah, he, he nah. Makes, you cannot, you can be strong-minded and still make dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's weak-minded to the point where the crowd's going to get in his head. No, he went to Clemson, all right? He went to Clemson, dominated there, and not to mention, he got hit by grown men that were in the league by Alabama, and he beat them. He beat us. I can't let that one slide. I can't let that one slide. So here's where I'm going with this. Miles Garrett, he's still going to be contending for the uh, defensive player of the year. He's a dog. He's the only guy on the team Zedarius, besides Nick Zed- Chubb that I like. Zedarius, Zedarius Smith, he's there now. He's still got enough in the tank to be able to get Why? to the pass rush. Why is he there? I don't know. Because, like, bro, they, like, he, he signed there? Like, career to die. That's where you go, Cleveland. Unless, unless you're a quarterback and then you go to the Jets. <sighs> you're not wrong. Or unless, like, uh, like, okay, career to die, possibly. To never win, that's going to be Dallas. <laughs> you get the that, illusion. On that Here's the note. thing. Go ahead. Last thing, or last thing I want to touch up. They still got Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. They still got. Uh, I don't think they got Greedy Williams no more. Even if they do, they got Newsom. They got talent there. The thing is, your division is just loaded on on a different level. Even though you got guys that can play at that level, I think when you have the talent that they do have. We have to see them. We have to see them have to put it together. Kevin Stefanski's uh, already proven he can coach this game and at this level. Deshaun Watson, now that he got the year under that belt, now he already got warmed up. Now he's going through the rotation. I do not have Cleveland winning that division. I'm not going to go that far. No, I ain't going to go there. But can they make some noise and at least be mid? I can see that. But that's They'll, all they are. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's not all they are. Back then, they used to be garbage, garbage back over the face. Mid is, um, believe me, I'm a Hawks fan. I know mid. I'm a Jaguars fan. I know it too. No, but what I'm saying ass. is. No, you know ass. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know ass. That's, that's fair. That's Cleveland fair. knows ass. That's now fair. they have a chance to move over to mid. You take it one step at a time. Deshaun Watson was brought there to be able to take it over mid. Okay. You got to start off slow. 
here's here's the thing though and we talked about this off air and i'm gonna talk about it now and then we'll move on from cleveland because we i could bash cleveland all night the browns have had three 10 win seasons since 1990 okay you've had 33 years and three 10 win seasons question has the quarterback quarterback list hit hit bible status because that's a long list it's a long list don't get me wrong but like it the point i'm trying to make you have three 10 win seasons and how many finishes in the top two of your division you have one, two, three second place finishes your division in over 30 years. Yep. This is what I'm talking about. Y'all are y'all are stagnant. It, y- y'all are stagnant oh, pond water. And if it's anything we know down in the south, it's stagnant water. <laughs> we know stagnant water. Be, hold on. Wouldn't that be mint? And wouldn't that be in Michigan? <laughs> no, that's brown water. Okay. <laughs> that's undrinkable water. Okay. One shit. Oh my okay. god. Y'all, they like- they gotta get that together. But like I said, but like I said, I think with the talent, here's the: if you lack talent, all right, bet. I don't see Cleveland being bad like the Raiders. I don't see it being that bad. You can no. give me that. They'll they'll squeeze eight. They'll squeeze six eight, six to eight games in there. That's pretty okay. much it. But they won't be okay. That's crazy. what that's what I see. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be the type of game, type of team that's going to lose games. Mm-hmm. That lose some games that they're supposed to lose and they're not supposed to lose, but also win some games that they're not supposed to win, and that yeah that they're not supposed to win. So Cleveland, <laughs> yes, Cle- Cleveland. No, 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 no. The new Cleveland, old Cleveland was paper bag in your ass, and you like and you competing for a top five pick. Now is mid. Hey, you polish a turd, it's still a turd, man. That logo. <laughs> not really. You don't polish a turd, but you can't like, but like two. <laughs> not really. It's more it's more like you got an old rusted down car. You can at least try to make it look presentable, like for like for like as a decoy. That's fair. All right. Well, let's get right into the AFC South and the NFC we South. Actually turn it on. Since talk since we want to talk about mid, let's get into the NFC South first. Thank y'all for staying with us for, for any of you who stayed with us the whole time, whether it's live or, you know, you listen to this in your car, hopefully you had a very long road trip and you're able to listen to both parts back to back. Uh, they'll both come out this week at some point. Uh, we'll figure that out off air, but you know, thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. Um, you can find me and Jalen at Tuesday sports news, or you can find me uh, if you just want to hear my rants uh, completely unhinged over it. Is this a bad take? Uh, IT a bad take pod on Twitter. Or TDSN Pod on Twitter as well for me and Jalen. Show Jim, where can the people find you? Uh, Twitter, Fan and the Van Podcast is the easiest and pretty much the best way to get a hold of me. Same for us. I, I run most of our social media, so any uh, any beef you have, probably my fault. Um, <laughs> like probably on me. Jalen, I might have written some checks that we, we're, we're going to hope our team's cash, but we'll see. Uh <laughs> That's for later down the road. But thank you guys for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you like the show, what you can do is you can let us know by either rating five stars, retweeting the show, or commenting on the show. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't care what platform we do it on. We really do appreciate it. Don't know why it helps, but it does. At one point, we were the number two sports news uh, show on Good Pods. So thank you all for that. I appreciate it. I don't know where we're at right now, but we were there. Um, If we're still not there, get us back. Help us. Um, also, go check out Jim's show for a very. It's always fun to listen to the show. Uh, go check out his uh, breakdown on the the newest ESPN thirty for thirty coming out. Uh, Guns and buns, 
Um, <laughs> Jalen's face. What? <laughs> <laughs> the John ja Morant and uh, Zion Williams oh, saga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you know you know um but we're not gonna get into that because that is old news at this point but thank you for listening we really do appreciate it um if you want to get your we're gonna get into shout outs as well the best way to get a shout out is to retweet the show uh like the show five star reviews all of it if you like the show that's how you let us know if you did like the show we appreciate you giving it a shot especially for the two parts of this um i can't give you the time back and i probably won't treat it like a bad date it's it's not us it's you um, or it's you and not us, whatever helps you sleep at night. That's how we're going to do this. Um, but some couple shout outs. If you're looking for other sports shows or other shows, to listen to in general wrestling shows, go check out John of a wrestling fan insight or Austin over the wrestling world podcast. If you're looking for normal sports shows, i like we said, go check out Jim from fan of the van, uh, Brent and Dave of 1420 sports, um, the BSC sports podcast, go check out Aaron of Brutaliana sports who sends his apologies, not being able to make it tonight. Um, we're going to have him on the show at a different time. Um, if you want to get on TikTok, go check out Darian over at Chill Takes. I want him back on the show. We both do. Darian, we will get you back on. He will find a time, I promise. Uh, if you're looking uh, for another spot, or Jesus, I'm going to cut around this. Uh, <laughs> go check out, not live, but uh, go check out um, the We Like Sports podcast. Go check out Sports Bliss with Robin Chris. Um, if you're looking for sports betting, go check out the You Bet Smart podcast with Jake and Scott, or go check out Nate's Daily Wager. Um, if you're looking for just a kind of I guess a show about history. Go check out the Stupid History Minute podcast. If you want to find out what to do in Vegas, go check out Visit Vegas Places. Coyle puts on a great show. Um, if you want to go see where the A's will eventually be playing for some reason, I, I will tear into uh, Robert Manford on my own time. Um, that will be probably what we talk about next. Is this about take? Um, but at that note, thank you, thank you, thank you. This will be a two-part episode. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Stay tuned for part two.